Hello there, welcome to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I am your host, Shane Ray. And this week we're going to be talking, uh, well, with uh, some folks about some unique stuff. Because we are going to be talking about celebrating Avon with Laurel Setzer. And uh, she is with the Avon Washington Township Public Library. And that's going on at the end of the month. And WYRZ is going to be there. And we are going to tell you, and more specifically, she is going to tell you more about that. And we'll be talking with Steve Height of Hendrix Power Cooperative. And he's going to be answering some myths and uh, some thoughts on solar power in your home. So, you stay right where you are on Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. Well, as promised, here she is. We have our in-studio guest now. I believe this is the first time she's been on the station. Is that right? That's right. I believe so. Laura Setzer, she is the library director of the Avon Washington Township Library. How is Laurel today? I am great. Thank you for asking. Well, thank you for being here. We certainly do appreciate that. First off, tell us a little bit about Laurel. Oh, my gosh. Laurel's a lifelong resident of Hendricks County, a graduate of Cascade High School, I live in Danville now and have been at the library for 33 years. Well, that's not long. No, that <laughs> doesn't seem like that long, but it's it's been great. Now, what what makes uh, what made you decide to uh, to to do uh, to be a, in the, at the library? I I always loved books. Uh, actually, worked at the Plainfield Library when I was a kid, and had gone directly to library school at IU after I finished my undergraduate degree. Went down to Bloomington, beautiful campus, beautiful university, hated it down there. Uh, quit after a semester, went to work for the fire marshal's office for several years, and then waited just long enough that none of my credits in library school counted towards graduation, and then went back. <laughs> uh, so I finished up about halfway through my degree. I was hired by uh, the director then at Avon and worked as the reference librarian for a couple of years, and then they hired me to be the director in 1993. So just, I love books, I love order, I love information. It, it's My husband said I'm bound by the book-binding world, so <laughs> it's, it's just kind of my place where I fit in. Well, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that uh, you do there at the library. Not you specifically, but the library does for the right. community, maybe some of the programs and things. We are. Uh, we're gearing up. We'll go back into full children's programming after Labor Day. And also, for the first time in a couple of years, we'll be gearing up our adult programming. Mm. So we're very excited about uh, some things that we'll be doing Obviously, the Celebrating Avon is our big event in September, but then we've got a wellness fair in October, and we're going to have an author fair and a night for literacy in November. We're going to have a bell choir come in December, so we're just really gearing up for adult programming again, and we're really excited to be able to do that. Excellent. You know, uh, a frequent guest here on the station is uh, Amy Scott now. Of course. Uh, 
of the Brownsburg Public Library. She worked for me first. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. In fact, uh, as of the, um, well, she did, she does some fill in DJ work for us as well now and then. So, uh, but she comes in and talks about the programs now and then. And I always love it when uh, the holidays start coming in and there's all the contests or anything like that. And so, uh, you have a choir coming in. Is you have that a right? bell choir coming in bell in choir. December. Yes. Okay. So, now, is that an annual thing, or is this be the first time? We did it a couple of years ago. We had a bell choir in, and then, of course, for two years, we did nothing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were still reluctant to come out in public. So, sure. so I, I'm not sure everything's been firmed up yet, and I'm not sure which. I think they're going to do it on a Sunday in December, mm. but I'm not positive which Sunday that's going to be. Okay. Well, let's talk about what's going on later on this month. Uh, big event, big celebrating event. Avon. Tell us all about it. We, I was trying to figure out how long we'd been doing this, and thankfully a former employee has kept all her calendars, and we know we've been doing something like uh, celebrating Avon since 2005. And, and it kind of grew out of the Heritage Festival that the town of Avon started hosting, and, and we thought it was a great event, but we didn't see a great deal of heritage. And, and we have got so many wonderful documents and photos, uh, so many things that are of historical significance to the town and the township. So we wanted to highlight that, and we bring in um, artists and crafts people. We call that our pioneer path, and they do crafts that people don't always do anymore and talk about why they're important and, and how they learn to do it. Um, we are happily selling our celebrating our unbirthday this mm-hmm. year because the year it was our 100th birthday was of course 2020 yeah uh, so we have big exciting things going on all day long we're going to start with an unbirthday party nothing but cakes is supplying us with cakes for everybody to enjoy uh, we've got a roving magician who also do a magic show we've got music we've got the world's biggest candy drop we don't know that for a fact but we just say it and nobody's said it's wrong uh, but Hendrix Power Cooperative comes and brings a bucket truck and they will dump candy for all the kids enjoyment uh, we have a canine unit hopefully I believe from the Avon Police Department will be doing some demonstrations the fire department will be there we'll be honoring a lifelong resident of Washington Township who's been a great benefactress to the library and because of her generosity we've been able to do a lot of the things with the historical documents wow so we'll be honoring her later in the day um and then the big excitement is the pay to play and you only have to buy a raffle ticket for one dollar to win a chance to give me a pie in the face (laughs) and we're hoping to raise ten thousand dollars and we're going we would like to buy a portable sound system We've got some great meeting room space in the lower level of the library, and then we've got a new outside space. Uh, It's a really nice pergola with a stage and stone seating, but we don't have a good sound system to really utilize those areas as much as we would like to. Yeah. So our Friends of the Library has generously offered to match up to $5,000, and we're hoping to raise ten to get this new system installed. And uh, who's donating the pie? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm concerned it might be some of my staff because I've, I've heard some questionable pie choices. So you don't want like a pecan pie or anything. Or an apple for that matter. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You, you just have to be caught. Now, do you have a preference? Are you hoping it's just I'm just hoping whipped it's whipped cream. <laughs> Well, good for you. All right, now, if you want to throw a pie in Laurel's face, you know what to do now. So, uh, you know, it's uh, just 
a lot of fun things going on, and uh, we want to remind everyone what day this is and the time. September 24th, that's a Saturday, and it'll be from 11 till 3. And we do want to tell people um, the Avon Middle School South, I, I always have to stop and think because I want to say the old high school and nobody knows what I'm talking about <laughs> anymore. But they have generously offered to be overflow parking for us, and they're going to shuttle people. Uh, because we're anticipating we won't have enough parking to accommodate everyone. Mm. Uh, and also check out our website at avonlibrary.net, and there's a flyer there that you can look at and, and see more information as well. Yeah, and uh, also, just to remind everyone, we're going to be there live ourselves. So uh, doing a live remote, and you can come by and say hello on the radio and uh, – Say hi, mom, or whatever you want to do. If you come on the radio and talk with me, that would be great. And so, if you can't be there in person for whatever reason, you've got to go out of town or whatever. You can listen to all the fun that we're having by uh, streaming us on wyrz.org, or if you're just right here in uh, in the Hendricks County area, you can listen on 98.9 FM. And we're going to be reminding you of all of this all the way up until the event, and uh, keeping you updated on any changes that take place and we'll be posting that on our social media as well so uh and if folks go to that uh to the website again uh what it's was it avonlibrary.net yeah and we are at 498 north avon avenue in case you didn't know where we're at mm-hmm. i've got my new universal library signs now though on 36 so everybody should know there's a library in town excellent and of course at that website you can find out what's going on with the library all year long oh right? there's great stuff in there you can also get access to all the digital artifacts i was telling you about Mm -hmm. those are all accessible through the website our databases are accessible through the website Uh, there's a lot of information for everybody on there okay sounds good well our guest has been did we cover everything i I, guess i think so yeah okay wonderful our guest has been laurel setzer she is library director at the avon washington township library and we're going to be reminding you of celebrate avon or celebrating avon which one is it am i saying that? celebrating avon is what we call it i'll go with that then Uh, we're talking about celebrating avon and if you have any questions and you missed uh, any of the information, you can give me a call here at the radio station, 317-852-1610. If I don't know the answer, I'll get you in touch with Laurel, and she'll help you out ASAP, right? Right. All right, Laurel. Thanks for being our guest today. Thank you, Shane. The Avon Washington Township Public Library is our nonprofit spotlight this week, and, of course, that is underwritten by the Republican Newspaper. Finding out what your town council, school board, or county commissioners are up to can be accomplished with the Republican newspaper in Danville. Started in 1847, they've been providing local news, sports, features, and more. Subscribing to the paper is possible by calling 317-745-2777, and they can be followed on Facebook by searching for The Republican. Well, as promised, here he is with me now. Actually, not in the studio. He's on the phone with me, and it uh, just worked out best for everyone to do it that way. Mr. Steve Hype from uh, Hendricks Power Cooperative. He is the Energy Services Supervisor. Did I say that right? Yes, that is correct. Excellent. How is Steve today? I'm doing great for a Monday. <laughs> well, that's just the way it goes sometimes as we are recording this on a Monday. And, uh, you know, as uh, we 
uh, have, uh, as I told you off mic, there's been a lot of discussion. It's actually been going on for a while, but uh, here recently, it seems like there's a lot more talk about um, electric vehicles and uh, solar power and that kind of uh, things. That's it. There's a lot of um, when when there's big subjects like that. There's a lot of misconceptions and myths and uh, misaligned truths, shall we say. So uh, we're hoping you can help us out there from Hendrix Power Cooperative. And um, I, I guess I should ask first off, Hendrix Power uh, does promote solar panels and, uh, and, and ways to save energy, right? Absolutely. Yes, we do. Um, let's talk about uh, some of those myths. We will start with number one. Solar panels are too expensive. I can't afford those. What do you say when someone says that to you? Well, in, you know, in the short term, you know, they can definitely be perceived as being expensive. Um, you know, when you're, when you're looking at, at the long term, that's a different story. Uh, you, you can spend a lot of money quick on getting the solar array installed and set up and you know, properly wired with your, your current system, um, but it's just looking at the big picture over time. Is that harder to make uh, or to, to make people see the long-term picture as opposed to just what's uh, within the next billing cycle? Well, Yes, I mean in, in today's world, when everybody is is moving on, uh, you know, from one house to the other, uh, you know, the cost to move that array uh, probably, you know, is is not always going to make financial sense. Yeah. Um, if you're going from one house to the other, and that's that's where you know we have some issues with with payback because a lot of times they're not going to be there. You know the the in, entire time that they have that solar array to reap the, the benefit. You know, speaking of that, we'll jump on it right on in uh, to these uh, one of these myths, which is solar panels will decrease the value of my home. Uh, do you ever get that? We, we have um, come across that on occasion because if someone is tied into a lease with a solar array, um, the the new the new buyer might not have the same priorities. And in certain situations, when people don't understand how something works, or you know they're not completely clear on a certain product and why they have to pay more for it, then yes, that can you know cause some issues when it comes time to to sell the property. Uh, let's see here. Solar panels don't work in cold weather. Anyone ever tell you that? Yes, yes, we've we've heard that before, and it's um, they work great in cold weather. We have a forty kW array out front, and we're able to track um, the usage. Now, the you know the output of the panels do drop a great deal uh, in the winter time. Uh, we'll see a, a significant drop just because we don't have, you know, the same daylight hours. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not necessarily about the cold weather. It's just about the darker, you know, months here in Indiana. Darker months and probably shorter days, as they say. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, how about this one? Installing sol solar panels is too complicated for me to, to, partici to participate in. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's, you have a lot of different options when you're, you know, doing a solar array. Um, you know, I have a pretty small solar array that powers a little a shed, you know, but when you're looking at tying something like that to your house and possibly even tying it to the grid, I mean, you're going to have to, you know, most people are going to need a professional, yeah. you know, to get that connected and have everything up and running safely. Yeah, I believe what most people say is uh, unless you're, you know, that's your profession uh, or you're, you know, extremely good and handy with your hands and uh, all of that, uh, it's best to get a professional to do something because, uh, I mean, to do to do the installation because it can get a little tricky, right? Yeah, not only tricky but dangerous. You know, yeah. with electricity, you know, electricity can, uh, can be very dangerous not only for the homeowner but also for the power company, we want to make sure that that's connected right, uh, you know, to our system as well. Yeah. So everybody stays safe. Mm -hmm. Here's another one. Solar panels are just too hard to maintain. Well, there's not a whole lot of maintenance to a solar panel. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> well, we, uh, we have to, you know, manage the, the growth. Uh, you know, we have to spray a, you know, weed killer on uh, around our uh, array out front here but but uh maintenance is is next to none and you don't have you don't have any moving parts um so they're they're very very easy to maintain yeah i've heard uh, that they make them pretty durable as far as weather goes sleet hail all that kind of stuff they're they're pretty reliable yeah. right yeah they're very reliable we even have uh, a few other co-ops around uh, the state where uh, there's there's a 500 megawatt system out west uh, from here, and they have a golf course close by. So um, a lot of times they're trying to hit their golf balls into the panels, uh, but they still hold up very well. They're very very durable. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh. Yeah, let's see if we can't knock a solar panel out with this one. So I can't get a hole in one, but I can <laughs> solar panel. Okay, now here is uh, one of two ways, and you tell me which uh, sounds better. One, solar panels will damage my roof, or solar panels uh, can will extend the life of my roof. Any thoughts on that? Well, the you know that is definitely something that we you know advise to have the roof evaluated before putting on panels because if you have an older roof you're you're going to have you know you, you have to remove that panel system to put a new roof on mm. so you want to make sure that the roof is is up to date you don't want to put it on an older roof that's going to be replaced and you know we haven't you know i haven't really come across um one way or another on that i mean you're um I'm kind of, you know, on the on the fence when it comes to that. I don't think it really adds anything to the roof, but if it's done properly, it's definitely not going to hurt anything. Okay, and I think that's what most people say is uh, definitely have it evaluated, and uh, uh, if your house isn't going to withstand it, then probably not a good idea. Well, yeah, it's not only the not only you know the shape of the roofing material, but 
the structure itself. You know, a lot of uh, our commercial buildings are designed right on the edge. So it'd be great to be able to put panels on top of some of our large commercial buildings. But the roofing system is not designed to hold the weight. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? Solar energy is a fad. It's not viable. I mean, so, solar has been around a long time, mm-hmm. um, and it's, I think it's way past the fad, um, you know, and it's, it, it, has, it has proven itself. Okay. Uh, how about solar energy can power my home when the electricity goes out? Absolutely, if it's set up that way. If you're set up to power your house um, in a, you know, when your power is down, you can definitely set up a solar array to do that. And um, what's coming about now is not just the panels, the solar panels, but we have a lot of companies that are putting in batteries as well. So they have actually, if, if it's at night, they have battery, they have a certain capacity there that they can pull from. Okay, so that might be something that uh, that if someone is thinking of having this done, they should check into or ask about is uh, uh, the battery system. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, and let's see here. Uh, the last one I have: solar panels are not green enough, and they're bad for the environment after they've been used up. Well, if, you know, the, the initial um, carbon footprint of solar panels is, is rather high. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like producing any type of battery, it's the same thing. So it, it's more of, you know, over time, you know, with the amount of power that you're producing, I mean, once it's up and running, I mean, there's, you know, zero admission. So emissions there so um, I mean we that is definitely something that we do not uh, we, we wouldn't consider solar panels to be bad for the environment well, what exactly uh, rather how long is the life of uh, the average solar panel well we really we really don't know <laughs> I mean we have estimates of you know your first year with your solar panel is your is your best Mm-hmm. You know, the very first year that you have those panels out there, you're going to get the most power from them. Um, and as time goes on, they they degrade, you mm-hmm. know, over time. And we have we have some panels out there that are 30 years old, and they're still working great. But a lot of our large solar arrays that we have out there, you know, we they just haven't been standing long enough to really have that true test of time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they're thinking, you know, 25 years on the average solar array is where they're at. Because once they stop, once they're at 80% or less, um, that's when they um, consider them, to, that, that's their lifespan. Yeah. But they're going to they're gonna go on past that. They're just not going to be producing, you know, at 100%. Yeah. It's kind of like your average car or even your house for that matter, your furnace. There's definitely a life expectancy, and even though they may still work for years and years and years, the only thing is they just become a little less efficient. Am I saying that right? Exactly. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Hendrix Power, when it comes to solar panels, folks want to know more about that. They have questions, uh, maybe even talk about installation. What do they need to do? Well, they can, um, you know, it's a, you know, it's great to give us a call and get us in on the conversation that, you know, if they're having a conversation with a contractor or if they're at the very beginning stages, it's a, it's a good idea, Shane, to uh, make sure your house is solar ready. Um, that's one of our first things we're going to look at is to make sure there is another things that you can do to reduce the amount of energy that you're using because that would mean a smaller solar array. You know, that's smaller, that's less panels, you know, if your house is using less energy. Um, so we, we will help you get to that, you know, that point of being uh, solar ready and answer any questions that you have about, you know, your payback and um, ready to go. If folks do want to call and, uh, and get that information, uh, is there someone they need to ask for? Sure, they can call and ask for, uh, for you know, myself, Steve Height. That's a great place to start. And what's the number they can call? They call 317-718-7633 is my direct line. Now, uh, quickly, while we still got you on the phone, what are some of the other services like uh, that Hendrix Power does? I know about the in-home energy audit, right? Absolutely. that, And that's one of those pieces that, you know, could tell you, and uh, it's a great start, you know, to see if you are solar ready is to do an energy audit. And then an energy audit is where we come out and we take a look at your house. We have infrared cameras. We have blower door equipment to where we can depressurize the house and see how truly airtight it is or or not in most cases um yeah i mean the energy audit it's free to our members yeah and, and uh, i know uh, you guys have come out to my house and and done that a few years ago and it was i was really surprised with uh, uh one of the pieces of equipment that you had that showed that some of my recording equipment that I had there's it's slightly better than consumer grade stereo equipment was you said was just drawing a ton of energy and then other you know of course it was vintage stereo equipment so that's probably the reason why but uh, it just blew my mind that it was pulling out so much of the juice uh, and so uh, that's for that's for um uh, for Hendrix Power uh, customers, if you want that, like you said, it's no cost. Come on out and find out uh, what is drawing all the power and, like you said, uh, where leaks are and things like that. It's a great way to possibly uh, save on your bill. Absolutely. All right. Steve Hyde, he is the Energy Services Supervisor from Hendrix Power Cooperative. And we've been talking about uh, myths of solar panels and uh, also getting an update on some of the things that Hendrix Power Cooperative can do for you if you are a customer. Steve, thanks for being our guest today. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray. 